Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Yes, it's uh, it's 1.32. Uh, this was from Darren Pilko. Westlakes is full of blue ringed octopus. No, that can't be right, Darren. No, Darren, give us a ring, or uh, if somebody can back that up or uh, debunk it completely, Westlakes, why would that be? That couldn't be full of blue ring octopus. We'd have had... Anyway, we'll uh, we'll follow it up. Let's talk travel, and if you're going to talk travel in this town, there's only one company to get involved with. They're the people at Phil Hoffman Travel, as I say. You can be going to Uzbekistan. You could be going to Mawson Base in the Antarctic, and bloody hell, there'll be somebody from Phil Hoffman Travel who's either been there or knows all about it. I mean, and that just makes it so much easier if you're thinking of travelling somewhere. And one of the project managers, nice to have her back with us, uh, Melanie Wynn. G'day, Mel. Hi there, Tony. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Now, we're about to talk to a lady from uh, one of the... Uh, overseas cruise companies, is that right? That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, talking about um, Hertigruten cruises with um, Alexandra Morton. Um, so Alexandra is going to walk us through um, what happens with Hertigruten in uh, Norway. All right. So coastal cruising in Norway. Okay, Alexandra, good afternoon. Welcome to to Adelaide. Welcome to 5AA. Um, and now tell us about this um, uh, the company of yours, Hertigruten. Is that the name of the company? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on, on today. It's really exciting. Um, yes, I think the biggest challenge of um, Hurtigruten sometimes is how to spell it and how to say it. So yeah. Hurtigruten, yes. <laughs> You're a Swedish company, a Norwegian company or what? Norwegian. So Norwegian. Norwegian, uh, Norwegian owned and operated yeah. um, and have been for the last over 127 years. Right, okay, okay, right. You mustn't get the Swedes and the Norwegians and the uh, uh, and uh, mixed up because oh, there's real rivalry between those two, isn't there? <laughs> hey? They're very, very patriotic. <laughs> yeah, very patriotic. That's, that's such a nice way of putting it. Yeah, right. Okay, now tell us um, some of the des- destinations, some of the great places you travel to up in that part of the world. Yes, absolutely. So as, a, as we know, um, Hertigruten is Norwegian owned and operated, but it doesn't stop there at all so we um we do travel pole to pole so uh, we pretty much have the world covered where we do circumnavigate so we go to over 200 destinations including um the polar region so the arctic and antarctica we go um to down through south america we've got central and um Central America and Mexico, up along the inside passage and also across the top uh, of Canada called the northwest passage as well because when, you, when you're talking about cruising in that part of the world, immediately the northern lights come up. Uh, are they as spectacular as we're led to believe? I, I think they are. I think it's definitely on everyone's bucket list uh, and what we tend to get asked most often and probably the first uh, answer you've got to learn when you come on board at Hurtigruten is when it's the best time to see the northern lights. Uh, it's, it's certainly one of the more accessible areas to be able to see them when you're travelling up along the coast of Norway. I mean, almost half of Norway sits above the Arctic Circle. So once you travel north of there, generally between the October to March months, as we call it, um, is your northern light season. And you've got your best chance with 22 ports that we cruise into, sitting above the Arctic Circle all the way up to Kirkenes. And over that winter period... um, and as much as you can't put a guarantee on the Northern Lights, we do our best with what we call the Northern Lights promise. And what that means is if there's not a reported sighting on your cruise of the Northern Lights between October and March uh, on your return coastal voyage, then we'll give you a one-way voyage free of charge to use the next season. <laughs> That's a pretty good offer. It's one thirty-six. Uh, we're talking travel with the people from Phil Hopman Travel. And on the telephone is uh, Alexandra Norton from Hertzigruten. Uh, uh, did I get that nearly right? 
You got it spot on. Oh, did I? Okay, righto. Now, tell us, what's uh, what's uh, what's on the horizon as we move forward with Hertie Gruden? Look, we've got some really exciting things at the, at the forefront of um, what we're doing, really expanding and evolving as a company. I mean, everything that we do um, focuses around sustainability and how we can leave a footprint behind that we are proud of. We've got uh, a fleet of 16 custom-made and specialty and small ship cruises that we do travel around the globe with, and um, they've got really big plans and destinations. I mean, we've already ventured into South America and Central America and Mexico, where traditionally Herdy Britain wasn't known as a, a cruise company as a travel to warmer waters, and it's certainly uh, an expanding portfolio of ours when we do travel pole to bowl and to, to make sure that we're covering as many destinations as we can, but leading it in an ex- expedition style. And you've got a 12-day cruise from, from Bergen to Bergen, and there's a really good saving that you're offering right now. What are the details? There are. So this is our brand-new Norway expedition style. So what we've always been known for and what we're really proud of is travelling the Norwegian coastline, which originally started out as almost like a bit of a mail service where uh, we still drop off passengers and freight all the way along the coast of Norway, and there's 34 ports that we travel to, and you can really make that as inclusive or as relaxed as you like. And what we've now also added to our portfolio for 2021 moving forward is a Norway expedition program where in 12 days you see about nine or ten ports a lot more in-depth on our um, premium expedition ships that include science centres on board and the the Hurdy-Gruten expedition team with, um, you know, really nice intimate numbers, around 550 passengers. And in 12 days we run three different um, seasons across the year with a northern light season, so you can get that chance to see those northern lights. There's a midnight sun season, so where you would see the northern lights in summer, you get 24 hours of daylight, and also a white winter expedition as well. So in 12 days and um, seeing that in depth, we actually have, for the release of those, $1,000 off per person for all Norway expedition cruises. So a couple of you go, your savings $2,000 right from the word go. I love the fact that all meals are included and selected drinks on board. Absolutely. I mean, you'd like to go know and go what you're getting. So on our expedition portfolio, you get all your meals taken care of. And I can say it's honestly some of the oh. most delicious food you'll ever try. I, I can imagine. And, uh, and then you've got some drinks included over some of the, the meal times as well. Okay. Now, what about the departure dates? What, uh, what sort of time frame are we talking about, Alexandra? So they kick off in January 2021. And our winter cruises will go through from... Uh, October through till March, so that's for the Northern Lights period. So given that they start in 2021, it'll be January through till March. Then we pick up with that white winter period, so March and April, uh, where you get that shoulder season, and then the summer months will kick in from May till September. So we're departing, actually, with all of our products year-round. Melanie, have um, have you done some of these cruises? You've been everywhere, and uh, you've, you've no, I haven't been on Hurtigruten. In fact, um, I've been to Norway a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, uh, but only in the southern sort of extremity, sort of around Oslo. But this is the sort of thing that would appeal to you, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's really popular to head between Oslo on um, uh, Bergen on the um, uh, well, Norwegian nutshell. Yeah, so, uh, lovely Norway, part Norway of the world and yeah. lovely gentle people too. Uh, See at the Flam Railway and um, all of the fjords and all those sorts of things. We had an exchange student, uh, Oti from Finland, and she was just a delight. I loved Adelaide and all the rest of it. It was uh, uh, couldn't surf, a uh, good skier, but uh, uh, she <laughs> yeah. just loved it out here. She really did. Um, uh, look, uh, will, uh, Alex or Alexandra, will you stay on the line? We've got some questions, and uh, we'll, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, there may be a question or two for you along the way. Terry, you're down at North Haven. You've got a question for uh, either uh, either Mel or Alexandra. Good afternoon. Uh, 
Hi, Pilko. Um, yes, I've just had a phone call from my sister in Melbourne, and her and her husband are world travellers, been around the world lots of times. Any rate, they were due to take off on Sunday night, fly to uh, Singapore, get a cruise to the Middle East somewhere, and then they're off wherever they're going. All right, she just phoned me to say uh, the cruise uh, has been cancelled. So I said, oh, well, you'd be covered by uh, travel insurance. And she bowled me over by saying, well, no, they don't cover the coronavirus. Um, Mel, she... what do you know about that? You have to, <laughs> I know you've got to read the fine print whenever you've taken out travel insurance. Yeah, it's, co- it's constantly evolving. Um, all I would say is to, uh, to be in contact with the uh, travel insurance provider just to get sort of um, the full spec on, um, on, on what is covered. Um, yeah, but the thing of... is, if I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the thing is she, they took the insurance out when they booked the tour in September last year. The coronavirus only came out in January. Again, Terry, you know, I mean, from here, from where we're sitting, it would have to be a case of get in touch, as Mel said, with uh, with your insurance company and find out exactly what the details are and what the restrictions might be. But also, well, but also the uh, the travel insurance provider, the, the travel provider as well. Like we're working through a number of um, cancellations with cruising companies at the yeah. moment as well, and we're looking at sort of alternate um, options that okay. both airlines and also cruise companies are providing. Um, I mean, there are some costs to be borne, you know, in terms of um, uh, flight rearrangements and those sorts of things. But um, my, I, I would urge that they contact their um, travel um, provider. Um, yeah, so well, the they, they've done that and they have organised something else, but you're saying there's costs involved. Well, shouldn't that be covered by the insurance company, your travel insurance? Quite possibly. It just depends on the insurance policy that they've, um, yeah. they've purchased. Yeah. Right. Um, They're a bunch of thieving mongrels, they yeah. are. Fair dinkum. <laughs> OK, well, it depends upon the company you're talking about, uh, Terry. Dennis, you're down at North Haven. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I was on the same thing about travel insurance, but first of all, I've just come back from the uh, Holland America Westerdam. We cruised the South Pacific, South China Seas for 10 days trying to get into ports. We had to cancel three flights from different parts where we were supposed to come home to before we finally come home, and Holland America ended up paying for all our flights home. So that was my uh, one of my questions was with the travel insurance. I'm with Phil Hoffman, so I hopefully they can help me all out, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a mess. Holland We're America, the same great thing. line. I mean, we uh, we cruised with them a couple of years ago, just loved every minute of it, yeah. Oh, they've refunded us uh, the full full price and given us an extra one on, on top of that, so they've, they've looked after us magnificently. Well, in terms of um, any sort of um, additional costs and those sorts of things, um, if you speak to your consultant back at Phil Hoffman Travel, um, they will run through um, uh, all of the procedures um, um, open to you. Oh, okay. That'll be the way. Thank you. Thanks, Dennis. If you've got a question about travelling, you're planning a dream holiday, you want some information about it, now's the opportunity. Give us a ring. We'll put the question either to Melanie, Melanie Wynn, a project manager with PHT, and Alexandra from um, uh, Hurtigruten, the uh, the Swedish. They're Swedish, aren't they? A tour company. Mustn't get them mixed up. Norwegian. Oh, Norwegian. Norwegian. Oh, Hedigan. see, I got it wrong. <laughs> oh, I could have said Finland. That'd be worse still. The Phil Hoffman travel team will be in the 5AA travel lounge between 2 and 2.30 today, taking your calls off air. 
Phil Hoffman Travel's experts can give you the best advice on where to go, when to go, what to see and how to get there. Whether you're planning your trip by plane, ship, rail or road, the 5AA Travel Lounge is where you need to check in. Call the Phil Hoffman team between 2 and 2.30 today. All calls are answered off air. Call 8419 1473. That's 8419 1473. Explore the world in style with Cunard and Phil Hoffman Travel. Cruise on board Cunard's iconic Queen Elizabeth with a five-night cruise from Melbourne to Adelaide, visiting two Tasmanian gems, Hobart and Port Arthur. Enjoy fabulous entertainment, fine dining and impeccable White Star service from only $1,479 per person twin share in a balcony cabin, plus $300 US onboard credit. Departs December 15th. Visit pht.com.au. Phil Hoffman Travel. Let's see the world together. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. This is Tony Pilkington. And we're talking travel with the people from Phil Hoffman Travel. Uh, we've got Mel with us. Mel, um, you've got some, some, for those of us wanting to cruise, say, closer to home, not necessarily wanting to go to Southeast Asia for obvious reasons, uh, what's available? Uh, Phil mentioned a couple of weeks ago a cruise going circumnavigating Australia. What yeah, that's oh. right. Um, it's an amazing um, departure on Sapphire Princess. Um, it's a never-seen-before itinerary, cruising in and out of Adelaide, um, 29 whopping nights, departing on the 12th of September. So you leave from here in Adelaide. Leave from here in Adelaide, no, come back to Adelaide. So you don't have to fly to Melbourne and Sydney and catch no, it. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's the amazing yeah, part about yeah, it. You know, the, like it's the, a never-been-done type That's um, a good thing. You offer. get the kids to run you down there, uh, down to the port and away oh, yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. and right. it's a really nice port to leave from as well. I've flown out. I've, I've flown out. I've cruised out with um, Queen Mary and Princess before nice. from Adelaide. Um, yeah. yeah, it's lovely, you know, yeah. um, just sort of dropping off there at um, Outer Harbour. But this this cruise will travel into um, Port Lincoln, Kangaroo Island, Hobart, Port Arthur, Sydney, um, Cairns, Darwin, Lombok in Bar. So you will yeah. need your passport for this cruise. Okay. The Kimberley Coast, Perth, Margaret River and Albany as well. So, so you've completely circumnavigated co- Australia. Completely, yes. Yeah. So no flying required at all. So but you've, as done I mentioned, a, you've done a Matthew Flinders, but you've done it in luxury. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But as I mentioned just before, a passport is required because we are stopping off in Lombok in Indonesia. On what, this if journey. A, what if you wanted to do half a cruise? Say yeah, you, you wanted to that. get off in Darwin. You, yeah, you, you could do, that. do so that. There'll be 44 new cruises on sale, including nine cruises. 44? Yep. Yeah. Nine cruises in and out of Adelaide, ranging from four through to 29 nights. And you can actually take sections of the itinerary as well if you want to. I know Phil's been very much one of the driving forces behind an increased number of cruise ships coming into Adelaide. Yeah. And you say there are nine this year alone. There's Well, just just with this arrangement here, there's 44 new cruises on sale. Yeah. And then nine cruises in and out of Adelaide, ranging from four to 29 nights to coincide with this uh, Sapphire Princess arrangement. So mm. there's more cruising options available from Australia than ever before. And this is absolutely perfect news for people who don't want to fly, who want to do the granddaddy of all cruises yeah. out of um, Adelaide, cruising in our fair country. So it's about four weeks. and you yeah, even pretty but, much, yeah. But you'll need to have the passport with you. That's you need to have your passport because yeah. we are cruising to, uh, as I say, Lombok in Indonesia. Right. It works out, I mean, priced from thirty four ninety nine twin share, it works out about $120 a day. <laughs> and that's breakfast, lunch and dinner. That's all of your entertainment. And that's, you said to me before, and your accommodation. it's cheaper than staying home. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's been some <laughs> tremendous deals on uh, Cunard as well, I to the point where that. that's cheaper to... Uh, yeah to cruise than to stay at home. So keep your eyes peeled is what I'd urge um, listeners, um, particularly right now because there are a lot of ships that are looking at staying more in Australian territorial yeah, waters. To avoid the, uh, you know what... To, yeah. to, to, to avoid sort of travelling up through to Asia, um, yeah. therefore sort of travelling around Australia and New Zealand. So there's some great deals 
due to come out and already coming out, in particular this one here on Sapphire. It's uh, 13 to 2. Mel, what about South America? I've always thought it'd be fantastic, but it's probably too expensive. Um, no, um, it's actually come down in price. I mean, when I first started in travel, it used to cost a king's ransom both to uh, to fly there and to and to yeah. stay there. I mean, there's a there's a deal to one as Ari's economy class on LATAM, um, and that's priced under twelve hundred dollars. You know, I mean, back in the day when I first started in travel, you could spend a couple of grand, you know, hopping, hopping across to yeah. Buenos Aires. And, and and the good thing is as well, you can fly into a number of connecting ports. You can fly into Santiago and you can fly directly into Buenos Aires and Argentina as well. So, yeah. um, but it's it's Amazon, uh, Amazonian rainforest, Andean peaks, Incan ruins, Havaiana flip-flops, top quality stakes. You know, it's all of that. And you've got several countries that you can go and visit in one fell swoop or you could concentrate just on Chile or just on Peru and go and see the uh, the Machu Picchu uh, ruins. Mel, um, if somebody comes to you and they, and they say, this is the budget and we've got three weeks, where would you suggest they go in South America? Uh, probably Peru, Chile and Argentina. Or Peru, Argentina and Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Okay, and that would be to go and see Christ the Redeemer statue, of course, spend a couple Rio of days there at Copacabana. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do Aguazu Falls, which sort of exists between those two countries, between Brazil and Argentina. Spend some time in the Paris of the Latin Americas, Buenos Aires. Uh, don't cry for me, Argentina. Of course, Eva Peron yeah. and her remarkable grave. Um, the Recoleta, uh, the cemetery there where she's uh, interred. Yeah. The most amazing sort of colourful sort of districts. Um, you can have um, tango lessons. Um, you can go out with a, a pananara, like a cowboy, onto the uh, the Malpas grasses outside of, um, of Buenos Aires and go to a place called Malbec, um, sorry, Mendoza, where you can try Malbec, um, the, the, the king of Argentinian wines. Right. And you can try some of the most amazing chocolate in San Carlos de Bariloche in the <laughs> south of the country. <laughs> oh, you're so. talking wine and chocolate. You got me. Marcia wants to know, she said her and her hubby would love to do it. Um, are there language difficulties over there if you don't speak Spanish or you don't speak... Uh... Uh, look, you know, in, in the touristic sort of industry, um, English is quite widely spoken, but, of course, yeah. at, a, at a more rural level, um, um, you know, a few words of Spanish might not go astray. So I, I would suggest that sort of when going really anywhere. Um, so, I mean, when you come here to Australia, we don't speak uh, Mandarin or Spanish as well as... As, as people do in their own sort of countries. We're probably a lot more sort of anglicised in this country. So uh, uh, you're certainly going to encounter more people that will speak English generally in South America, but more in the touristic sort of industry. So if you're in markets and things like that, there's a bit of pointing and thing, things like that sort of going on. Alex, a question for you. It's uh, nearly 10 minutes to three, or 10 minutes to two. Oh, 10 minutes to two, get the time right, Pilka. Um, you uh, you mentioned before about cruising up in the in the Arctic. Did you also include the, the Antarctic in those, uh, those tours that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually the largest operator in the Arctic and Antarctica. In Antarctica, we've got three vessels that go down there. Um, and we've also got the, the greenest and the most cleanest sustainable fleet that actually travelled to Antarctica. Okay. So to get to the Antarctic, where do you have to go to? Somewhere in, in the bottom of Chile or, or, or what? Yeah, so either Chile or Argentina. So we'll fly. Um, you, we recommend that you would either fly to Santiago or to, to Buenos Aires, almost as um, Mel just said there. And we'll include the charter flight for you from either Santiago down to Punta Arenas in the south of Chile or from Buenos Aires down to Ushuaia um, from there, and all the cruisers will sail out of those two ports. We're talking to um, Alexandra Morton, who's the account manager for Hertha Gruten, the, uh, uh, the uh, I've got to get it right, 
the uh, Swedish uh, uh, Norwegian Norwegian uh, near Sweden uh, uh, tour company. Um, uh, Alex, uh, what about uh, extending? If you decided to go to um, to the Antarctic, and to a lot of us, that kind of is nearly the you know, the forbidden fruit. Nobody ever goes there. You think about it and you hear about it. Um, mm-hmm. You could uh, after you've cruised the Antarctic. I mean, how many days is that? Ten days, two weeks, a week and a half? What? You can essentially take your pick. So most of our itineraries are arranged from anywhere from 10 up to 23 days. Yeah. And that's either going just to the Antarctic Peninsula. You can go out to South Georgia and the Falkland Islands. Um, we run a range of pre and post programs for you that will line up with the cruise as well. Right, Otherwise, okay. you can just talk to your PHP consultant from Phil Hoffman and they can guide you to do any other land arrangements in conjunction with the Hurtigruten cruise down to Antarctica. Oh, sounds wonderful. Uh, Alex, uh, we've got Kenneth Woodcroft has give, given us a ring with a, a question about, uh, I think, drink packages on cruises. Hello, Ken. Yeah, good day. Uh, that's one of the three questions. Uh, will they have on this cruise from Adelaide uh, single cabins available, and will that be a limited number? Two, the drinks package, I think, for a cruise that long would be a very good idea for somebody who likes to have a tipple. And three, is the cruise in Australian dollars? And uh, you obviously quoted that you need a passport. Um when would you have to book by and when will this be advertised officially? OK, so this is going to be on sale from uh, Thursday the 27th of February. You would need a passport yep. if you're going to undertake the cruise that does the Lombok element because it goes, as I explained, into Indonesia. Yep. Um, in terms of um, single cabins, um, there are cruises, um, sorry, there are cabins available for single travellers. Um, there would need to be a single supplement paid. We can provide you with a cost on that if you're travelling alone and whether that, um, whether, you, whether you wish to take an inside cabin, an outside cabin with a picture window or a balcony cabin, the choice is yours and we can uh, provide you with the appropriate cost for that. In terms of drink packages, um, we can come back to you as regards uh, what Princess may put on in respect to a, a drink package on board this cruise as well. OK, that'd be great. All right, Ken, enjoy the cruise. It sounds great. Um, Mel, last week or the week before, I think last week we were talking about um, the uh, the European river cruises for next year. Gee, they're popular, aren't they? I've, I, n- I've never cross, come across anybody who hasn't loved them to death, had a yeah, great time. they're fantastic. I've been on a couple of them, actually. I, I cruised the route um, out of Paris along the uh, the River Seine all the way up to uh, Normandy <laughs> and then uh, a cruise out of um, basically Basel or Basel in Switzerland all the way up to Amsterdam on the Rhine River. So so three places. Oh, really, really lovely. And the nice and thing about relaxing it, too. pack once. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really relaxing. Beautiful food, um, convivial conversation, um, drinks included, you know, dependent upon who you who you cruise with. Some drinks are either And there's not too dinner. many on board. You're not talking about two or 3,000. Oh, talking, yeah, no, any more yeah. than, no more than about 100, 130 people. So, so you actually get to know the people on Yeah, board. you do. You yeah. really do, yeah. The last cruise that I took in um, uh, uh, Normandy in France, I'm, I'm still in touch with people that live in Thousand Islands really? in uh, the US. Friendships that were made just yeah. on that cruise. Yeah, really, really lovely. So we've got a load of um, launches coming up, um, basically for our uh, European River cruising season in 2021 at multiple locations from Saturday the 29th of February through to the 11th of March. So people need to RSVP for those events at pht.com.
au slash events. Uh, tell us about some of the really good airfares. I mean, I, I don't know whether it's just because of circumstances, what's happening up there in, in Asia, but gee, there are some good airfares available. Yeah, well, there are. There was that airfare that I mentioned um, about um, Buenos Aires' return with uh, LATAM priced from um, 1158 which could be done in combination with some deals that Wendy Wu have got on at the moment um, in Peru. That, that you can save like um, $550 per person off that deal at the moment, Panoramic Peru. So you could combine one of those airfares out to South America with one of those tours. So Ultimate South America, savings of $700 per person on their 28-day trip. So combine that with a, a nice inexpensive fare to South America. Even Santiago, the same sort of price, and also Rio at um, about $1,220. So it, South America has never been as cheap um, in terms of both getting there yeah. and touring there as well. Um, Alex, uh, somebody wants to get in touch with you about one of these lovely cruises, whether it be to the, um, I don't know, the Antarctic or perhaps uh, the Northern Lights up there in the Arctic part of the world. How do they go about that? So the easiest thing for them to do is definitely going to any of their local Phil Hoffman travel stores. Uh, yeah. They've all got all the details. They've got all the brochures on hand and can definitely, with as you said, all their experience across all their staff members can definitely point you in the direction for any of the itineraries that might be suitable. Oh, yeah, sounds, uh, sounds wonderful. Mel, Alex, uh, lovely to have spoken to you this afternoon. Thanks for the time. And I said, uh, if you want to perhaps uh, find out more about the Hurtigruten um, tours and the those wonderful tours up to the Northern Lights or perhaps even down to the other part of the world, the Antarctic, get in touch with any of the people at Phil Hoffman Travel. Now, Mel, you're going to be in the lounge. You're taking some telephone calls after uh, after we finish at two o'clock. Yes. Um, you can actually call us on um, uh, eight three five zero. Now that's the Phil Hoffman number. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Actually, call that number, and that'll be diverted to you. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, okay. as I understand. Yeah. So the Phil Hoffman number eight three fifty fifty seven hundred eight three fifty fifty seven hundred. Now before we wrap it up, what if somebody comes to you and says, "Give me some advice. Uh, I've got X amount of dollars. Where would you suggest they go if they don't want to go?" on a 29-day cruise, or they don't want to go to Asia for obvious reasons at the moment, where are some of the other good options available if somebody's got time in the middle of the year? Well, right now, actually, there's some great deals. I mean, I was sort of looking at my annual leave to see whether I could even get out of the um, the office on this because it was so good. But um, Cunard, um, Queen Elizabeth have got some uh, great deals around um, Tasmania short cruises yeah. and also some cruises across the ditch to New Zealand at the moment. So those are really well priced. Days, six days? Um, anything from sort of five to six days up to about 11 or 12 days sort of in length. I just a nice sort of short haul, short trip type um, arrangement. So somewhere like that. Um, also, Hawaii um, is eternally good value. You can get out there on um, Jetstar and also Hawaiian Airlines. Um, another place that I love, um, just as a, a quick sort of flop and drop, even if only for a week, is Mauritius. What do you call it? A flop and drop? Flop and drop, yeah. yeah. Mauritius. <laughs> that's, and, a, that's a travel term, obviously. <laughs> it is really, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I mean, um, Mauritius I like because you can flop and drop, but it's also an interesting sort of um, destination to explore as well. Yeah. It's off the coast of Africa, so it sits between basically our coast and the yeah, African coast. Yeah. Um, you can get there on direct flights with uh, Air Mauritius. They speak French there. There's a certain amount of je ne sais quoi. Um, amazing drinks and uh, a great local culture. Lots and lots of um, and religions mixed together. A friendly sort of a welcoming Really sort friendly, of a place. Yeah, 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 really yeah. friendly. Funny little towns like uh, Flick and Flack and Cure Peep and You're all sorts of unusual sort of... No, <laughs> no, these are these are live destinations and, and great hotel accommodation. I think from um, St Regis to the W and um, uh, Marriott properties and then sort of locally operated um, hotels as well. So we offer um, time and again good deals there. And the other one is um, the Maldives as well. 
I've heard about that. Seen so, some great yeah. photos of uh, yeah, the Yeah, some really good stuff going that on there. crystal clear yeah. blue yeah. water on those, yeah. th- those burets that go out. Absolutely, oh, they just go yeah, out over yeah. the water type of thing. Yeah. So they're, they're a good destination, as, as I say, uh, use my term, sort of uh, flop and drop. But um, even, you know, um, New Zealand across the ditch is a, is a fantastic God, sort of a option. Place, I love New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Love it. I've only done the North Island and that yeah, was spectacular. Same. Same. And, pe- and people say, the North Island's good, but the, you've got to go down to South Island. It's just even better. Yeah, that's right. Every Kiwi always says, you, you're heading down to Queenstown while you're here? Because it's essentially their playground. Yeah. Um, but there's great, great options for getting out of Australia. Resort, isn't it, Queenstown? Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. outside of Queenstown, yeah. yeah. So they don't have skiing sort of destinations there, but they've got Triple Peaks, Cardrona and so on, and most people sort of stay in and around Queenstown to go and ski. So and uh, if you say you're from Australia, they feel a bit sorry for you, so there's a welcoming <laughs> sort of an attitude. And Auckland is one of the most beautiful. Yeah, it really, is, it really is pretty, yeah, with yeah. Auckland Harbour and everything else and the hotels yeah. that sort of ring the harbour and everything else. Right. So it's... Um, it's quite a, a temperate... It can be almost humid at times, depending on how the weather sort of turns in there, but um, uh, it's it's no more than a couple of hours to any destination yeah, in the north if you're heading down to Napier and out to Cape Kidnappers or down to Rotorua, Taupo. Mel, thank you for that. See you next thank week. Thank you, Tony. See okay. you then.